Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom convo. That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash productive convo. Again, onepassword.com slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepassword.com slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's up 
liftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. So before we dive into this week's episode, I want to actually share with you a couple of things. Number one, this week's episode is brought to you by Transpose. You can check out everything at transpose.com. And I highly encourage you to do so, especially at a time of year when you're trying to, you know, start off with new technology and you want to get everything organized. Transpose will definitely help you do that. So check it out, transpose.com. Now, the second thing I wanted to share with you is before we dive into this episode with uh, Steve Cam from Nerd Fitness and the author of the new book, Level Up Your Life, I want to share with you uh, an interview I did with him back when I was doing the productivity parody stuff at Eventualism. So you're going to hear the first minute or so of Steve's first ever interview that he did with anyone uh, back when he started Nerd Fitness. And you'll hear my attempts <laughs> at uh, parody and satire off the top. Give it a listen and then we'll jump back in so you can check out the rest of the show and what's happened since this interview, both for Steve and for myself. So give it a listen. So I'd like to welcome Steve Cam to Eventualism, the podcast, and Eventualism, the website. Actually, just welcome to Eventualism, Steve. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, Mike. All right. So uh, the reason that uh, I came across Steve is, is um, I am I'm making the eventual attempt to get in shape. Uh, I, uh, as a, as a 35 year old, I know I'm not going to live forever. I will die eventually as, as, as I should. Uh, but, uh, I'd like to be able to be as fit as possible so I can do what I need to do over the course of the rest of my life, um, in and on my own terms. Um, so I came across nerd fitness and that's your site. Um, yes, what, sir. what inspired you to start nerd fitness? Well, I've, uh, I guess growing up, I've always been kind of a nerd. I mean, I've read, you know, I've read the Harry Potter books. I've, I've built my own computer. You know, I play video games, but I've also always been an active guy. Uh, you know, I've played sports all through high school, growing up, um, even through college. You know, I was always uh, golfing, playing frisbee, whatever it was. I always just loved to stay active. And uh, I realized, you know, after four years of college, I spent four years in the gym trying to figure things out. And I think I even dropped some weights on my feet and, you know, had, you know, it was almost like the music stopped and everybody looked at me in the gym as the weights fell off the side of the different bars, you know, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So, uh, you know, after four years of college, I, I, I got a personal trainer and kind of really figured out this whole fitness thing. I was like, oh, there's actually a science to this. There, there are legitimate reasons and ways that you can do these things to be uh, healthy, fit, and safe. And I figured, well, if, if that's how I felt about it, there's got to be other people out there like me who... Um, who want to get started but don't really know where to begin. And I figured I could kind of fit in both social circles, whether it's fitness or, you know, nerds. And I mean that in the nicest way when I say nerds, that, you know, just smart guys that don't really know what they're doing in a gym. So I figured I could try to, you know, merge the two and find a little niche there. You know, you never really want to listen back 
to what you did years ago. So I'm sure Steve will get a kick out of that as we jump into the discussion with Steve uh, in a few minutes. But uh, I'm really excited to have him on the show. Um, it's been a long time. In fact, I believe the last time I interviewed him was for Eventualism. I might have interviewed him for uh, the Productivity Cast, Productivity Podcast that I did a long time ago, Productivity. Uh, but uh, I can't remember right now. And and what's more memorable is that he's got a new book out called Level Up Your Life. And I am really, really happy to be able to talk to him this week on the episode. Uh, if you want to hear the full episode, you'll have to uh, go to Patreon and go to patreon.com slash productivityist and level up your pledge. If you are doing, if you're not pledging at all, then you'll need to do that so you can hear all of the additional stuff that we have on this week's episode of the show. But if you're content to listen to the public edition, that's cool. I'd love to get feedback on that as well. You can send stuff off to podcast at productivityist.com and let me know what you think. Uh, but let's just get right into the discussion here. Me and Steve Cam, years later down the line, no satire, no parody, just two guys talking who haven't talked in a while here on the Productivityist podcast. Enjoy. I have with me a gentleman who, and you heard this uh, off the top of the show, because Steve didn't know I was going to do this, but I actually played a snippet of the first ever interview that Steve Cam did with me when I was doing the productivity parody stuff. I played a little clip of that off the top of the show. And now, n- over nine years later, <laughs> here he is appearing on the Productivity Podcast. Steve Cam of Nerd Fitness, thanks for joining me today. Mr. Vardy, it's <laughs> good to hear your voice and fun to be able to kind of bring this full circle. You were seriously the first person I ever did any sort of interview with regarding nerd fitness. Hopefully, I, I haven't got a chance to listen to the audio yet, but I wonder how <laughs> nervous I sounded back then. And I have the video too, but the video, it's so like, show how far we've come in nine years. Like, the, it's so out of sync because I think cause of, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's so bad. Like, you would never post it anywhere now at this point. Oh, back God, then, it was great. cutting edge, right? Like, oh, that's now- <laughs> great. That's cool. Hey, you, man, it's good, to, it's good to be here and it's good to talk to you. Awesome. So, you've got, uh, you know, you've got a book. Out, and this is like you got a book that's coming I wrote out. A book, holy crap! I know, I know. It's and, and it's called "Level Up Your Life: How to Unlock Adventure and Happiness by Becoming the Hero of Your Own Story." And I have gone through this thing, uh, and I've you know I've got dog I've dog eared a few things in here as well. This is a great book. You've done a great job with this. I really enjoyed it. What I mean, the easy question is to say, you know, what inspired you to write the book? Because I mean. It, it's a book, right? Like, I mean, but sure. why, and this is something that a lot of people, I mean, they've, a lot of my listeners will know you from nerd fitness. I mean, we have, we travel in similar circles, but yep. what's interesting. And I mentioned this before our call is that if they think that this is going to be a book about workouts and, and how to eat better and all that, they're sorely mistaken. It's not just about that. Yeah. It's uh, as you were saying, the, the, the full workout, you know, there is some workout plans and diet things, but those don't come in until like the advanced chapters in I think it's like 180 or 190 pages into the book. So it's more importantly, it's it's truly a book about, as the title says, leveling up your life. Um, it's a book that is hopefully, and I feel confident about this, going to encourage, educate, and inspire people to start doing the things they've always said they wanted to do, but have never even found, never seemed to find the time, the uh, the time, the money, or the ability to pull off. So that could be traveling. It could be learning a skill. It can be uh, writing your first book, starting your first website, uh, starting going on an adventure with your kids, whatever it may be. This book is 
something for those people that have spent probably a majority of their lives living through games and books and movies and using them as an escape and instead learning how to use those things as inspiration and motivation to get off your butt and actually start crossing things off your list. Now, one of the things that I want to get to is, is there's a lot of, you talk about video games. This, this is something that not just permeates your work online, but through this book. And there's a lot of stuff. And I want to share with you a story of, of when my daughter was born, because I think this is, um, I, I was a big video game. I was big into the Knights of the Old Republic. You know, the oh, old great Star game. Oh, Fantastic s- game. So when my daughter, Grace, was, my wife was pregnant and, uh, you know, she was nesting, you know, how, basically cleaning up the house and stuff. And I thought nothing. I was right into like trying to save the Empire and, and become that guy and Darth <laughs> Revan and all that stuff. And my wife went into labor and she's like, I think, I think I need to go to the hospital. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I got to, I got to stop the Empire and then we'll go and then we'll go. <laughs> I had actually been up all night. And I yep. got into that. So my wife had slept. I'd stayed up all night, and then my wife goes into labor. Now, the 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 I've told the story to friends and stuff before, but the, the thing is, the one thing you can't do at that point when your wife is in labor is say, you know, I could use some rest right now because I was up all night playing video games. <laughs> it's not the way. So the, the escape thing is interesting. But, I mean, I found, like, you had, you were addicted to video. Like, you weren't really, would you say you were addicted to video games? Were you? Uh, to, to an yes extent? To, to an extent, for sure. So what's funny is I had built my own computer, and I was very hooked on a game called EverQuest. Yep. And EverQuest 2, which is a you know role-playing games that take place online, and they'll suck up 30, 40, 50, 60 hours of your week if you're not careful. And I had already owned the domain nerdfitness.com and had done absolutely nothing with it for about a year and a half. And then the computer that I had built managed to... Uh, literally explode like the 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 fans in it burned out and the motherboard fried while I was playing EverQuest and I didn't have the money to fix it so I told myself that if I was ever going to play more video games I would have to find a way to turn nerd fitness into a viable business first so Mike when you and I first talked back in whenever that was 2009 uh, I was six months removed from or eight months removed from playing EverQuest and <laughs> heading down my journey of trying to turn this 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 idea I had for an online community uh, truly into a business. So, uh, yeah, I, I have to, like, structure my life around the games and movies and, and TV shows and or remove them completely from my life because I do have that addictive type personality and have chosen instead to get myself addicted to making my life the game and leveling up myself personally with my, you know, strength goals or learning a musical instrument, volunteering my time, whatever. I've taken this, those same game mechanics that kept me hooked to games and have got them, got me hooked on making progress and being more productive with myself. Well, and I think one of the interesting things that I've noticed for myself especially is that I've become more deliberate about where that you know, if I'm going to be playing video games or if I'm going to be watching TV re- recently well, on one of my, my bonus episodes that I share with Patreon supporters, I talked about how I went from 22 hours of TV per week that I was recording down to seven. And it wasn't that I was watching 22 hours. It's that I gave myself the opportunity. Yeah. You know? Mental bandwidth too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I, so I'd sit down for lunch and I'm, I've got, you know, I, I, I can eat my lunch in a half hour. I like to take an hour, but I would sit in front of the television because I've been working all morning. And then I'd, yep. I'd start, and I'd, instead of, I'd say, oh, well, I'm just going to focus on eating or whatever. I'd go, okay, I'm going to eat, but I'm going to watch The Daily Show. Well, The Daily Show is an hour. 
right? And so yep. then you're like, oh, well, you know, I and th- that's why binge watching. I mean, I, I went through Jessica Jones like in, in no time flat. Uh, I'm on episode you know. six at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's it's cool because what I did was I recognized, and this is actually, I, I made this decision while I was reading your book, is that I said, what shows are really important to me? And I think that, that you have to do that with all, I mean, you talk about this in your book, like you need to decide what you're, what you want to do, like the inner voice of excuses you talk about, like, why can't you do these things? Well, there's this inner voice of, Stephen Pressfield's called it the resistance, there's the lizard brand, but can you talk about the inner voice of excuses and what what you had to do to kind of overcome that, maybe even in the writing of the book? Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I truly, the, the book itself is structured around this entire concept of the hero's journey. It's that great, every great story in history follows the path of a hero going into this extraordinary world, finding a mentor, winning a battle, overcoming obstacles, and returning a changed person. I felt like I went on a hero's journey while creating Nerd Fitness and went on a hero's journey while writing the book itself. And there was a lot of things to overcome, uh, not only in writing the book, but freeing myself up to do the things that I've wanted to do. So I had never traveled before, and one of the inner excuses was, oh, it's dangerous to travel alone. Uh, it's too expensive to travel. Uh, let's see, I've, I'd always wanted to, let's say, learn to play another musical instrument, but I didn't have time. I couldn't afford it, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. We continually find ways to come up with excuses to keep us from doing the things that we've been saying we've wanted to do for years and years and years and years. It's always we're too old. There's not enough time. Uh, and as you know, I, I think probably most relevant for your listeners, clearly the, the one that's I don't have enough time is the most uh, most relevant and probably the most pervasive as well. So I had to consistently tell myself that I was no longer allowed to use the phrase. I don't have time. And instead, I had to change it to that particular activity is not a priority. Yeah. So instead of saying, I don't have time to read, it's reading is not a priority. Or I don't have time to exercise. Exercising is not a priority. I would love to travel, but I don't have time to do so. Traveling is not a priority. And when you mentally make that shift, you then have to kind of do an audit of your life and realize like, well, the the 22 hours of TV that I'm watching or the, uh, you know, the the lack of me not taking my vacation days because I'm too busy at work is has taken priority over me traveling or uh, the time scrolling through Facebook and Instagram has taken time away from me reading more. So like you have to, you literally have to take this really, uh, really strict kind of like militant look at how you're spending your time and freeing it up from the things that are complete waste of time so that you can spend that time more freely and lavishly on the things that are important to you. It might be traveling with your kids or, uh, you know, date night with your parent, you know, your, your mom or date night with the, the wife, um, whatever, whatever it may be that, that you have to kind of re readjust how you're choosing to spend your most valuable resource. And that's time. Well, and, and what it does too, is it forces you to ask that question. Why? When you say, I don't have time, then the answer is okay. <laughs> like, sure. All right, then I, I, I accept that. But when you say it's not a priority, you're like, well, why? Like it, it, it really, it's, it's the same thing when I talk about the now year way with a lot of people is I, I, when people say I have to do this, I'm like, well, you're not going to do it very well then. But what do you mean? Well, what if it, don't say have to say need to, I need to do this. Like I have to pay my bills means that someone from the outside is forcing you to do it, which is not entirely untrue, but sure. if your cable bill is $300 and you have to pay that bill, 
why is your cable bill $300? Like if you say I need to pay my cable bill, oh, well, why? Well, because I, you know, I want to make sure make sure I still have cable so I can watch football every week. Or, I mean, that's being very reductive, but it's the same thing sure. with exercise. Like I have to exercise. Well, th- that, that makes it sound like someone else is telling you to exercise. And that person is not going to be nearly as compelling as you saying, I need to exercise. Well, why do I need to exercise? Well, I'm a 41-year-old guy who has a five-year-old son who's a got a daughter also who plays basketball. And by the time my son is is my daughter's age, I'm going to be pushing 50. And I want to make sure that I can keep up with them. So that's why. Oh, okay. So then you need to do that. Yes. So then get on that bike or go do that, you know, whatever. So I think that, yeah, it's triggers are really interesting. And you you kind of, I think that that having those triggers in place really, and and this goes back to the gamification, right? The changing of levels. Like when you level up, like it's very easy. I played Madden a lot. Not a (laughs) lot. Not a lot by the standards of like I'm on there all the time. But when I play video games, I generally play uh, sports video games because there's a definitive end. So I sure. like when a game ends, I'm like, okay, I gave myself permission to play one game. Same thing with with I play WWE, the WWE video games. Oh, awesome! As, yep. Same thing. They do have an end, like the match will end. Whereas these longer ones, which I mean, again, I learned from that Knights of the Old Republic experience. That game <laughs> does not end unless you really want it to. Um, <laughs> so uh, I found that when I, you know, when I when I do that, it, it's a trigger, right? Like so, having these, but I always play Madden on easy. <laughs> I never play it on the next level up. <laughs> and, and and I wonder, like, you talk about this in the book, too, where where if you keep playing at the same level and you're, you've exceeded that level, something happens. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I think that's applicable in health and fitness. I think it's applicable in a video game, uh, applicable in whatever you're trying to do in your life. But um, when you continue to do things the same way, the same the same speed, the same level of difficulty, uh, the amount of experience you receive and thus the amount of growth or the amount of progress you will make uh, starts to diminish. So you consistently need to uh, increase the level of difficulty. And by that, I mean, you know, if there's a certain challenge that you're looking to accomplish, it's consistently looking to uh, increase the let's say, let's say your strength training. The equivalent would be just consistently picking up heavier and heavier weight each week. It might be half a pound heavier this week than last week, but you're making progress. If you're writing a book, it's writing an additional 100 to 250 words uh, every day to show that you're 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 progressing further. Uh, if you are interested in learning to play a musical instrument, you might start just by learning how to play the scales. But six months from now, that might not be challenging enough and you might not be motivated enough to continue progressing. So you might book yourself into an open mic night six months from then that suddenly you are going to have to perform in. That's kind of like a boss battle. Like that boss battle is coming whether you're prepared or not. So the, you know, the stakes have been increased. The challenge has been upped. And as a result of that, you must increase the level of skill that you possess in order to progress even further in that as well. So I think it applies to, to any, any sort of physical skill, uh, any sort of, I guess, mental skill, be it playing an instrument or learning a language. Uh, it could even be traveling too, where you know, traveling for somebody that might be very difficult, uh, it could be taking a weekend camping trip in, within your own state. 
after you're after you're comfortable with that, if you're going to continue to build this kind of adventurous habit within you, or you know, kind of exercise the adventure muscle in your body, uh, you have to consistently say like, okay, what's the next thing? It's like maybe we go out of state, or let's go out of the country for the first time. Let's head to a country where I don't speak the the native language <laughs> and see how that goes. So like, yeah. there's always a way to to. You know, or, or let's change comfort yeah. level. Let's let's you know we're we're camping Absolutely. in a camper now. Let's can't let's tent instead. You know, you get to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> Absolutely. Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not, because CrashPlan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to CrashPlan.com timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one, get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast, so take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to CrashPlan.com timecrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's CrashPlan.com timecrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store and even when you're pinching yourself because yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout, oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Have you ever looked into fasting and thought, I love the benefits, but I can't go days without eating? Well, that's where Prolon comes in, transforming the fasting experience with a plant-based nutrition program that tricks your cells into thinking they're fasting without actually having to stop eating. Developed through decades of research at the University of Southern California Longevity Institute, Prolon is not just another diet, it's a scientifically backed program designed to support your body's natural processes. Now keep in mind, this isn't about cutting out food, it's about providing your body with the right nutrients to enter a fasting state while still eating. The program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all carefully designed to support healthy blood sugar levels, cardiovascular health, and even reduce abdominal fat. And the convenience? It's unmatched. Everything you need comes in one box delivered right to your doorstep. Thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon for its health benefits, backed by Nobel Prize winning science. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your health journey with all the benefits of fasting and none of the hunger, Prolon is the answer. And right now, Prolon is offering a Productive Conversation listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash timecrafting for this special offer. Again, that's prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. Check it out today. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. We're going to take a break from the show right now to talk about this week's sponsor, Transpose. Head over to Transpose and sign up today. It's free. You know, I mean, you can get the the priced out solution to become a, a, a member which I think is fantastic too. But uh, what I want to talk about initially off the top is some of the forms that they have, uh, some of the solutions that they offer at Transpose, uh, particularly towards fitness, since that's what Steve Cam is here to talk about today. So uh, there are a ton of solutions in the public library that that Transpose offers, from the food log to a CrossFit WOD to uh, detox to daily check-ins to the... Uh, uh, the whole 30 method, which is very popular, uh, meditation, um, any, all of these things 
uh, are right available within Transpose. You can use it right, it just grab your own solution. So like for example, if I wanna do a daily calorie log, let's say, or food journal, let's do a food journal. So I'm gonna take a look at the details for this. And this was created by Alice Bambridge. And again, you get to see all the solutions that Alice has made if you click there as well. So let me take a look and see what it is. So if I take a look at this, it's basically a meal and snack and drink log. So if I take a look at it, what I can do is copy it. I put it in my own solutions, which I'm doing as we speak right now. And now I'm going to my back to my main area. And I can see that I've got uh, right here, I've got a food journal. So if I look at it, I don't have any records, but if I want to create one, I create a record. And all it is is just to say what my what my what I ate today. You know, that's it's a very simple solution there. Another one that I could go into if I decide to go back to the Transpose Public Library is again back into fitness there is the Whole30 method, right? So if I'm gonna do that Whole30 food uh, method, I get to see, hey, what did I do today? The checklist is right here, created by Steve Simons. Did I have no alcohol or tobacco today? Check. No grains eaten today? Check. No sugar? Check. Legumes? Check. Dairy? I could do all that. No paleo desserts or junk? It's a slider. Same thing with, I did not weigh myself today? Yes or no? Uh, you know, and you get to see the workout. and So it's a journal that you can keep. And this solution is something that you could share. So if I wanted to share it on Facebook or Twitter, I could, or even Google Plus or LinkedIn. I can like the solution, which I'm going to do. And it's been copied 26 times. I can see all that. And you can create your own solutions as well. So if you start to use some of Steve's stuff that he talks about in the book, you could create a form, a solution, as they call them, inside of Transpose and you get a chance to uh, use it regularly. So you, it's it's a very malleable, fantastic tool that I'm spending more and more time in. And you're going to see more of me talk about this, uh, not just in terms of, you know, through sponsorship messages, but also you're going to see me talk more about this at Productivityist. Uh, and, and if you're a Patreon supporter, you may even get to see some of the forms that I create as I create them as a screencast or what have you. These are things that I'm looking at doing. But Transpose is becoming more and more something that I want to spend more time in, and you should too. Head over to Transpose.com to get more information, and I'd like to thank Transpose for sponsoring this week's episode of the Productivityist podcast. Now, let's get back to the show. One of the things I love about the book, I mean, there's many things, but I love the idea of creating like the backstory, you know, like the origin story, you know, where sure. you feel there's that, that extra, you say, like your name lived a humble existence as a nerdy <laughs> blank. Um, how important, and I was watching another, another, uh, I think I was watching something on PBS where, where uh, the gentleman was saying that, you know, the, the importance of reflection, like when you were building this thing up, you know, when you're building nerd fitness and, and building where, you know, you're building a company now, you're building something that is bigger than Steve, uh, kind of like, you know, I'm building something that's bigger than Mike. Like when you do that, how important is reflection and, and kind of just, you I mean, you've already talked about auditing, but that more of a, a deeper reflection in, in terms of you know, where you've been and where you're headed, you know, like the, you've gathered the underpants, as you mentioned, and then you've, you made, you made, you know, you've made the profits from them, but how do you, you know, you, I think phase two, which you talk about like the, the, the middle part, like how do you, how important is that reflection period so that you can really continue to level up? Sure. Well, uh, as you said, the, I talk a bit about in the book about creating a great backstory. And I think back to every great origin story that I'm a huge fan of. It's you know Steve Rogers before he became Captain America. It's Harry Potter when he lived under the stairs or Katniss Everdeen before she became the Mockingjay. All these fantastic stories that you know, really hook us in always start with somebody of a humble beginning. They are the fish out of water that is then there's this call to action that, that – uh, 
kind of prompts them to rethink their existence, brings them into this extraordinary world of, of you know, growth and adventure and things like that. And I just thought it was such a neat way to look at, look, look at my life and encourage others to look at their lives too. Uh, so for somebody that is in a dead-end job and or somebody that is you know sitting in school and they're not happy with the direction they're heading, I like to think of those people as you know they're in that first arc or that first uh, first act of their story. They are currently building their origin story, and the the further down they are, then the more glorious the transformation can become. So it's kind of encouraging to look at things differently. It's like, well, you know, I don't have a job. I live in my mom's basement. I'm 300 pounds, whatever. This is I'm I'm at that point in the story where now things are going to change and. You know, when when I started Nerd Fitness, it was my call to action on the on my hero's journey was stumbling across Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Work Week, and I read the book, and it was like, oh, this is what life can be like. It's time to start making some changes. I kind of wanted to give that back and and pay it forward uh, by creating my own book and hoping that I get to be the mentor now. And this book is the call to action for the people that read it. So actually, if you go to levelupyourlife.com, you can actually create a character, input your own backstory, and start to create your own quests and missions and kind of create your own alter ego, the avatar that you're you're hoping to build your life around. Uh, And we encourage people to do that because I think it's just an interesting way to to frame your frame your life and a, kind of a fun way to look at where you are and where you've been and and then fortunately hopefully where you're going let's talk about happiness because i think happiness has a lot to do and a lot of people when i find that they're trying to you know level up their life or make changes is that they they are they're slightly uncomfortable but they've been there so long that it's it's not it's it's more of a you know it's it's like an itch that they that they scratch occasionally and then it goes away um, you've got this uh, equation called the basic, like you talk about the basic framework for happiness in the book. Can you uh, dive into that a little bit more so that the listeners kind of have a sense of, okay, this is what I need to kind of make sure and, and give myself a bit of a gut check when I'm not as happy as maybe I, I could be or should be? Sure. Well, happiness is, is truly woven throughout the uh, woven throughout the book because I mm-hmm. think at the at the at the very base level of who we are as humans, like if you're not happy, like something has to change. Uh, it, it, we that's at, at, at the, the the lowest possible base of who we are as a species, and who you know, finding a way to be happy every day. And I looked at the reasons why I was addicted to a video game and what made me happy while playing it, and then seeing if I could take that happiness or take the reasons why those games made me temporarily happy and apply them to my own existence. I think one of those things specifically is this concept of the progress principle. Mm -hmm. And that means that we are actually happier making progress than we are with the kind of the goal at the end of what we're currently progressing through. So I guess it's a nerdier way of saying, uh, you know, it's the journey, not the destination. So uh, I've, I remember from playing any video game where it's like, I wonder what's over that mountain. Or if you're playing Knights of the Old Republic, like, oh, what's on that planet? Or what's at the bottom of that cave? Or blah, blah, blah. So it's trying to take those same concepts of consistently making progress in a game that's leveling up in real life. Uh, why can't it be leveling up? And that's consistently making progress in something that interests you uh, in your job or in uh, a skill that you're trying to learn. Uh, it can be a, a multiplayer skill where it's like you know you and your friends are are leveling up together in, on a particular activity. Uh, in addition to that, I think finding a way to get into this concept of flow every day 
uh, flow I talk about throughout the book, and I I try to pronounce the guy's name who coined the term, but I'm Mihaly Chick sent me high. Yes, that one. Just say uh, Chick sent me high. That's that's it. Chick, Chick sent, sent Mihaly me high. Chick sent me high. Yep. There we go. And it's this concept of finding a way every single day to get yourself into an activity in which you lose track of time. And for somebody playing a video, like if you've watched anybody play, you know, Tetris and they're really good at Tetris, like they're almost in like this trance-like state of performance. Same is true for a, you know, let's say a classical musician. Gambling. People, gambling. Yep. Somebody in a, a coat, you know, somebody that's a, 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 a programmer. Mm-hmm. Watching them, you know, with their headphones in and zoning out and, and just writing lines and lines and lines of code. Uh, it's, it's this idea where like there's, it's like this zen-like state of, of productivity and performance. And I find that the more time I spend in that particular state of mind, the happier I am and the more productive I feel about my day. So uh, I encourage people, if, if possible, to look for ways to, to get into that state in their, in their day jobs. And if not in their day jobs, although if their job is something they truly enjoy, uh, they can find it in their home activities. And that's a skill, something that they're, they're currently working on at home. For me, it's music. You know, I'm in the process of learning to play the violin, which I started to learn to play when I began writing the book, uh, as I wanted to prove to myself that I could, you know, write a book and learn a skill at the same time. And regardless of how difficult it was, you know, level up myself through this concept of kind of getting in the flow of things. So for me, it's music and writing. So I know the more time I spend writing every day and playing music, as a result of that, the happier I'm going to be. And then last but not least, I, uh, and there, there's many other happiness concepts I talk about, but just this idea that life is a multiplayer game. And uh, research has shown that those who spend, you know, have strong social connections are much more likely to remain healthier and happier longer than those that don't have it. And in this day and age of being connected but not really connecting, where you can order pizza via uh, an emoji button on your phone <laughs> and or type slash pizza in World of Warcraft and food is delivered to your door, you have to consistently remind yourself that life is a multiplayer game. And if you can build yourself a great team of people that are also challenged in the way that you are challenged and interested in leveling up in the ways that you are leveling up, uh, you're going to find a way to be consistently more happy that way as well. So although the book, it, it, it is definitely self-help, self-development, I tried to ground it in you know behavioral psychology and PubMed-backed research studies to like like the nerdiest possible way to quantify <laughs> well, peak happiness well, for somebody I, that I, would I, identify themselves as I think nerd. you have to do that though because one of the things is that the first things that, that people like to call BS on this stuff, right? They say, oh, oh well, it, it, I did. I did too. Yeah, I mean, it must be nice to you know. I mean, we've gone to the to World Domination Summit what every year, yep. right? So every year we've been there, and when you bring it, you come back and explain it to somebody, you get t- two reactions typically. Well, wow, that sounds absolutely amazing, and then the other one is, well, it must be nice for you to be able to go and do that. Like, there's two. And, it and, must and, be nice. Ooh, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cynical, you know, and and I, I wonder, um, you know. How do you, I mean, especially, and you talk about this, and actually it's funny, we talked about Chris Hardwick uh, before we started recording, and I mean, the idea that nerds have very addictive personalities, I mean, I'm a nerd, I, there's no question, um, you know, that they, 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 they like to dive in, they love to get in that state of flow, I mean, the things you mentioned, I mean, and, and, and what's interesting is that you don't have to be nerdy about, like, tech, like, pro, like, 
I remember reading Sarah Lewis's the, the the Rise, and she had the there was one element where she talked about the archers, and the archers are just so in this state because really the, so cool. the only thing that gets in their way is themselves. It's not yep. like there's I mean between them and the target, it's not like there's like you know some some obstacle. It's they they are the obstacle. So I mean, how do you? For, for people who want to start this, I mean, I know you've got the gather. I mean, it, you, in phase one, you call it gathering the underpants, which is a very <laughs> interesting metaphor. Uh, but I think <laughs> maybe the, my favorite thing of any time you could put the word underpants in a book and have it actually <laughs> translate to making people's lives better. I was like, you got to take it. <laughs> but where, where, like, I mean, without giving, I mean, we don't want to give away. I mean, people want, we want people to get the book. But what's like a simple. A simple step because that's I think that's incremental we talked about this before you know like when you're when you're when you're doing I mean you you know I've talked about this before like working out like start and make measured progress doing small steps like what, what would you say to somebody who's like hey look I want to level up my life where what's one small thing I can do like right now that's going to make a, a significant change that I will notice uh interesting well I, I am certainly biased in my opinion here, but I think the best thing that anybody can do for themselves if they are currently stuck in a rut or in a, in a job they're not happy with or a relationship they're not happy with or, you know, it seems like everything's kind of stacked against them is exercise. And that can be as simple as walking for going for a 20-minute walk, a.k.a. walking a distance of a mile. You know, we like to say in Nerd Fitness that you know, one simply does walk into Mordor. Like, you can walk to Mordor. It's just a lot of steps. And that the first step is, you know, I guess, yeah, you know, so this is kind of cliche, but it's like that first step truly is the most important. If Frodo looked and saw how many miles were between him and Mordor, he probably would have said, like, screw that, I'm not going. So we just focus on taking the first step in that direction. So for somebody that's like, God, everything in my life is going wrong, we encourage them to get started with exercise. And there are some very basic workout programs in the book. The idea of just walking a mile every day, uh, proving to yourself that you are capable of change and that regardless of however many things are going poorly for you, the one thing that you are in control of, your personal health, uh, is something that you can fix and get started with right now. So uh, we encourage people to get started even just walking again. Maybe it's 10 minutes a day, something, something minimal but to show and prove to themselves they are capable of building a habit, that they are capable of making change and capable of making progress and, and continuing down a path. Now, from there, what that next thing may be, uh, we talk about this in the book too, but it's instead of like trying to cram your existence into the, the nooks and crannies around all of the things that you don't like, it, that's which is kind of like writing crappy code to overwrite bad code that was already written. Mm -hmm. Like, go to the source code. Like, go to the base level. It's like, what is it that you're truly trying to accomplish? What kind of life are you looking to live? And you can kind of reverse engineer things around that. So for me, like, I wanted to live a life of adventure, but I was working a sales job that required me to sit in a desk and drive around in a truck for 10 hours a day selling things that I wasn't good at in an, in a, in an industry that I wasn't, uh, particularly knowledgeable about. So needless to say, I was miserable. Like I, I could have continued to try to cram things in and around that existence, but it, it, it didn't work. I had to go to the source code and realize that that job was not, that, that job, I needed to make a change there. So as you had said, you had to kind of analyze your life and your, um, the amount of time you're spending TV, uh, watching TV. I had to analyze my spending and be like, well, if I'm going to quit this job and take a job that makes me happy, then I'm going to need to cut back on my expenses. I might need to move into a smaller apartment. I might need to sell my truck. I might need to do this or that. Like, 
you were talking about earlier about have to do and need to do. Like I looked at those things where I was like, I need to do these things. Mm-hmm. And once I decided I needed to do them, then the decision was made and I can make that change. But it, for somebody that had struggled so much and was trying to fit into this uh, regular life and kind of like exist politely within the matrix, uh, realized that I was, I, I didn't want to do that. And I had to kind of rethink and, and adjust what I was truly interested in, what made me feel alive, what got me into flow, what brought me happiness and how I could help other people and kind of mixing and matching those things is what resulted in my seven, eight year journey now to creating uh, nerd fitness to helping other people. So Back to your original question. Step one, start walking today and then walk again tomorrow. Start building a small habit that proves that you can do something. And two, identify the thing that you are interested in doing, uh, be it an activity or something that makes you feel alive, and spend 15 minutes today taking one teeny tiny step, making one phone call, putting $1 into an online savings account, uh, you know, spending 15 minutes doing research online for a particular subject or activity or location. And making progress, taking that first step towards Mordor or taking that first step towards doing that thing that is going to help you get into flow, help you be more happy, more productive, et cetera. Steve, uh, where can people get the book and where can they find you online so that they can learn all more, basically so they can join the rebellion? Sure, yeah. You can at local bookstores uh, starting on January 12th. Uh, it's online at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and you can learn more about it at levelupyourlife.com and uh, check us out at nerdfitness.com. We'd love to have you on The Rebellion. And you are on the Twitter at? I'm on Twitter at, at Steve Cam, Instagram at Steve Cam, and we're on Facebook at Nerd Fitness. Awesome. I had a great time again. Let's do this again in another nine years. What do you say? <laughs> you got it. I'm not talking to you until then. <laughs> Take care. Yeah, you too, Mike. Big thanks to Steve Cam for joining me on the podcast this week. I had a blast talking to him. I always enjoy getting a chance to see Steve. Last time I actually got to see him personally was at the World Domination Summit this year. We just got a chance to chat briefly. I hope to see him when I go to New York in February, if we can make things line up. But he could be a very busy guy with this book, uh, which you should go pick up, Level Up Your Life. It's a great read. I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, I know you'll get a lot out of it as well. Thanks to John Polstra, podcast producer extraordinaire, for putting together the show this week. We'll be back next week with another brand spanking new episode of the show. And by the way, if you want to get bonus episodes or you want to hear everything that we put together, including some other, you know, worksheets and stuff that I'm putting together for Productivityists, Patreon community, head over to patreon.com slash Productivityist. Take a look at the perk levels, what you would get, and help support the show. Make the show better because that's what we want to do. That's the kind of thing you want to strive for. You want to level things up. And that's exactly what I'd like to do with this podcast. And you can help me do it. If if you're not interested in support, that's cool. Just leave a rating or review in iTunes or wherever your podcast listening area is. Maybe it's Stitcher. And that'll help more people find the show as well. One more thing. I'd like to thank Transpose for sponsoring this week's episode of the show. Head over to Transpose.com to learn more about this amazing solution providing solution. Transpose.com. It's great. Until next time, I'm Mike Vardy, host of the Productivities Podcast, productivity strategist and founder of Productivityist, reminding you to stop guessing and start going.